You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hello, and welcome to the Wildcat Scoop Podcast. I am your host, Shelby Shear, here with Mr. Jason Shear. Hola. After quite a fantastic day of sports. Yes, we are recording this five hours or so after the basketball game ended because, frankly, the NFL was pretty solid today. It was enjoyable. And we're now recording this while our children are awake, so who knows what today's podcast will bring. Yeah, if you hear some random door slamming or yelling, yelling, fighting, had some stormy moments today in the middle of all of it but uh we'll first focus on the reason why we're here is arizona men's basketball did defeat cal today 96 to 71 in an offensive showcase i will say i think that arizona heard my um concerns about the three-point shooting because there was quite a bit of it today jason will break all of that down but let's start with um what was the game what you expected today jason uh, yes and no. I mean, Arizona was better than Cal. Like we, we, we said that. it, we knew that in the podcast and we said this had the potential to be a, just a complete massacre. Uh, I thought Cal would give a better effort, um, in the first half than it did. And then Arizona would pull away in the second, but this was just a butt kicking, um, all the way around. I, I think that, um, you know, it, it was the type of situation where similar to Stanford game, you watch the game for two minutes and you realize that these dudes don't belong on the same court. They just don't have the athletes, the size, any of that. And so did I expect Arizona to win by 25 points? Probably not. But I mean, the fact that Arizona won is clearly not a surprise. How they won isn't a surprise. They basically just said, you're not, you're not going to stop us today um, and just dominated Cal uh, in every way, shape and form. Because uh, Azulis did sit this one out uh, from his ankle injury uh, for the, from the game before, what did you think of the smaller lineup today without him? Yeah, I mean, loved it. And it really forced Cal into some, some difficult situations. I mean, it, it, you know, you got a guy like Andre Kelly on Cal who finished with eight points and eight rebounds, who's averaging like 16 and eight or something this season um, and shooting 62%. And he was four of eight. He only got eight shots off. Three fouls. Then you look at uh, Antisevich, who had seven points and seven rebounds. So right there, their bigs combined for 15 and 15. Christian Coloco had 19 and 13. So you've already negated that. And then you have Pella Larson, nine points, three rebounds. I thought he played relatively well. Dale and Terry hit the three, but I thought he defended the four well. Um, and then what can we say about Umar Balo? Um, I can tell you that Arizona is going to nominate him for Pac-12 Player of the Week, and he's going to get heavy consideration. 14 points, 19 minutes. And we say small lineup, and Tommy Lloyd had a good point. He said our smaller lineup is still bigger than a lot of teams. Like Dale and Terry's still big. Yeah, nobody is a small person on this team. I mean, he's skinny, but he's still got, you know, some size to him. And so the fact that they're small lineup, um, you know, they they just ran. And and the big thing is uh, they only turned the ball over eight times. And so, you know, they, they ran Cal and Tommy Lloyd called the, the super small lineup, the, the death lineup. And, you know, are they going to give a little bit away on the glass? Yeah, but they are very, very difficult. I mean, they scored 96 points against a team where the high was 80 and the pace is the lowest in the country. It is extremely difficult to do. Cal won't allow that many points unless they face Arizona again. Uh, but Cal won't allow Ever. that many points um, this season. And, and so... 
that smaller lineup. And, and the reality is, and I know we're going to preview the UCLA game in a podcast tomorrow, but the reality is, um, you know, I, I think the A, they're going to need that small lineup quite a bit against UCLA. And B, I'm actually more impressed by the response. They could have said, oh, crap, we don't have our second best player today, whatever it may be. You wouldn't even, if, if you turned Arizona on for the first you time, have even known. you would have had no clue that they were missing a guy with, with uh, Zeus, you know, capability in mm-hmm. production. So I think that was probably more impressive than the fact that they dominated a bad team with a smaller lineup. And there was that scary moment that Kyer went down with that wrist stinger that was a little bit nerve-wracking. But I think that even if he had gone out of the game, adjustments would have been made, and you can argue that they might have struggled a little bit. They still would have won that game. Yeah, I mean, Kyer, you know, Kyer actually wound up playing 31 minutes to Kerr's 29. He actually wound up playing more minutes um, enlarged because of the, the score. But... Uh, yeah, I mean, you need him moving forward, but him leaving the game, like they could have sat him the rest of the game and still won that game, you know, maybe by 20 instead of 25. All right. Well, we won't be selfish. We'll take it. No, we should be selfish. <laughs> Arizona uh, did not turn the ball over, as you mentioned, and they defended extremely well again. When they do that in combination, can they even be beaten? Not by many. Not by many. Uh, maybe a couple teams. I mean, against a team like Gonzaga, a team like Bay- look. Arizona shot 11 for 27 from three, uh, which wound up being 40%, which is fine. You That's know, good. 40% as a team from three, you'll take that. 48% in the field. They turned the ball over only eight times. Uh, that offense we saw, 96 points. Again, like I said, uh, well, against a team. I was rooting for 100, just right. to be selfish. But... Uh, against a team that slows it down. And keep in mind, you know, Jordan Maines, two minutes. Grant Whiteman, two minutes. Shane Noel, five minutes. I have a ball ten. Like it's not like the start. I mean, the starters play the whole game. They're scoring 110 points, right? And, and so they are extremely difficult to beat. If you're looking for the concern, it's the fact that Cal got 15 offensive boards and 14 second chance points. But um, Arizona still, you know, dominated the glass. And again, it goes back to what Lloyd said the other day. Cal scored, shot 35 percent from the field. Um, you know, it, it's hard to you know control the glass the way they want when you got team shooting 35 there's going to be more opportunities but you know Arizona turning the ball over only eight times uh Cal got seven points off the turnovers it's uh and Cal only had five turnovers which is weird kind of a weird game in that regard but um you know Arizona getting 34 points off the bench uh there's not many teams and I know that Cal's bad and it's I'm not saying that Arizona is going to put forth this effort every night against better teams well, you know, if you tell Tommy Lloyd, hey, you're shooting 48% and turning the ball over eight times and winning the rebound battle, uh, he's probably saying, oh, so how much do we win by? Exactly. Well, anything else that stands out about this game in particular, just so we can wrap it up? Uh, Kirk Kritza is an MFer. He is. In the most polite, complimentary way that I could say. If Kerr was on Cal... And they were playing at McHale and had those antics. You'd like, oh, that's the Jorge Gutierrez. <laughs> All right. But the fact that he plays for Arizona and tells them that, like, I, I would be really surprised if he doesn't play well against UCLA. I think he's going to uh, get a little more feisty against right. UCLA. Uh, he, he might have to control that and not get attacked. But he's that type of dude where he cherishes being on the road. I thought he he shot well, obviously, four threes. Ben Mathurin, you know... When you have games where you find other ways to score, that's always impressive. So he shot three for nine from the field, which isn't good, right? But three of those, you know, all those field goals were threes. Five is six in the line, and then he threw in eight rebounds and four assists. Um, and again, you know, Justin Kyer, four for ten. 
six rebounds, three assists, one turnover. Um, you know, Umar might be the Pac-12 player of the week. Going to have to take a, a strong look at that. But I think the, the thing that also really impressed me is Jordan Shepard is a legitimately solid score. Not a high percentage guy, but seven of 19. A lot of that was in the, uh, you know, the, the second half. Uh, a good amount of it was in, was in garbage time. Um, you take a look at the first half for Shepard, he was one of eight. So in the second half, he was six for 11. But again, a lot of that is garbage. But you take a look, you know, Andre Kelly in the second half, four points, three rebounds, complete non-factor. And, you know, like I said, in, in the pregame stuff, they don't they never have that third guy. They needed that third guy. Um, and that's why it would be hard to, to beat Arizona. Uh, that third guy never happened. They had one guy scoring double digits. Arizona had uh, five guys, and then Pell had nine, and Terry had seven. So could have had seven guys. So, look, it is – Arizona doesn't have the best strength of schedule in the country. That's true. They've really only faced two – guaranteed tournament teams in Illinois and Tennessee. They lost at Tennessee, although if they played on a neutral court, give me Arizona 10 times out of 10. Um, but there's something to say for not having close games against the teams that you're better than. Like Arizona hasn't allowed a bad team to hang around. They are kicking the crap out of these teams. Right, and it, what I like too about this game in particular is it being in the first half. Like, it was a domination starting in the first half. Arizona scored 48 to Cal's 27 in the first half. And then in the second half, Arizona had 48 again. Cal had 44 points. But they started that demoralization in the first half, which previous years of Wildcats, you usually start seeing, like, they kind of stick around, stay close in the first half, and then they come back and they start dominating the second half. I like that being spread out so that nobody feels like, like exhausted by the end like it's like it's a good steady pace and i always tweet this especially we saw it in the in the nfl we saw it. <laughs> but i always tweet this especially in college sports even more so you have to put a team away yep. you let a team hang around and i could guarantee you that there's going to be a comeback especially with college sports and mm -hmm. we saw the way the nfl and we saw that today right. with the women's team right colorado exactly. did not put arizona women away. and arizona just ended cal it was over it, did. it was done um, other highlight was Mike Montgomery. Oh, I would thought you were, I thought you were going <laughs> to, it My was boy. so brutal. Look, I'm not saying I love Bill Walton. I, I posted, Hey, at least, you know, it's not Mike Montgomery because Bill Walton's on Tuesday. I, don't I know, know he is. That. I know. But like Mike Montgomery apologized for liking Arizona so much. And he's like, I'm sorry. I'm not talking about Calmore. It's like, dude, they're down 25 points. Like, what are you complimenting? Uh, he said something like, um, a block shot isn't good defense. A missed shot is. It was all like he was it's reading like, from a book. It's like, what is that? mean what's the i don't understand i think the pac-12 network in particular really needs to look at their diversity of their on-air talent right because i feel like oh, there's a lot of people that could be giving better commentary there's a lot of people who should be given these moments and they could look not like old and white and you know giving us textbook answers to everything so that's one thing that i really hope that pac-12 is going to retool things here you start seeing a, a more well-rounded combination of talent on air i will compliment them though that they put this piece of crap game 12 o'clock on a sunday they did it was at least <laughs> One a good time of day for the east coast crowd to yeah, see yeah. everything going on but, but the one thing i do also want to just give a shout out to is the uh, az bay cats you did clearly hear the arizona fans um you didn't see them as much but i think that just the way things were on tv but that was awesome and then I know that the SoCal Cats for the game coming up on Tuesday are gearing up 
There's always a really good I will turnout be, at UCLA. And I might jinx this. Uh, if you go and you look at the tickets available, there are quite a few tickets for that game. Wow. Which would, uh, I my guess is that eventually it fills up, but um, that is actually kind of surprising. I thought with them allowing fans in, it would sell out. All right, come on, well. SoCal Cats. You need to start uh, buying the tickets for the UCLA game. Also, we don't usually talk about this on this podcast very often, but the women's basketball team, uh, was down in the first quarter. Shout out to my guy who started the thread on the message board, um, calling Arizona out. Uh, Adia Barnes read Wildcat Authority after the first quarter and proceeded to shoot 53, 64, and 62% in the next three quarters while holding Colorado to 33 and 25% in the third and fourth quarter and proceeding to dismantle. Colorado in the second half, winning 75-56. to 56. Shout out to Shayna Pellington, 28 points. And uh, Kate Reese, my daughter's favorite player, uh, 23 points. Anytime you get 51 points between two girls, uh, you're probably going to win a basketball game. And then shout out to the girl on Kansas State. Her name escapes me right now. She scored 61 points in a game today. Yeah, she's like a team of one. Yeah, so women's basketball. Great job. Also, ladies. shout out to Colorado because they have a girl named Peanut. So... That's the best nickname ever. No, I think that's her name. Peanut Tuatele. That's her real name? Or like a nickname? I don't know. That's like where Barbie's little cousin is named Skipper. And like that's her name. Uh, Her real name is... Actually, I think her real name is Peanut. Nice. My real name is... uh... Cashew. No, it's Serena. <laughs> Damn, that would have been awesome. It's Most people Serena. don't name their child after food. It's Dude, her name is Serena, and her sisters are Sierra, Sabrina, and Sapphira. And she has a brother named Cyrus. Well, have a good night, everyone. Well, they just beat everyone in the name. Okay, I'm actually reading her profile right now. Tuatele is double-jointed, meaning she has unusually flexible joints in her body. So that's why she just... All right, well, on that note... Everybody. Okay. On that note, we do have a huge week of sports coming up. Just really quick preview. We've already mentioned it. Arizona's playing UCLA on Tuesday um, at UCLA. I uh, literally told my daughter, I said, look, I'm sorry for what you're going to hear come out of the living room on Tuesday. It's a 9 o'clock game. It's a school night. You, you're allowed to stay up because uh, it's going to get a little ugly in the sheer house. It's not me. I'm very calm. Shelby's an animal. I I think Gosh darn it, both. Bruins. Both. Jeepers, why could you do that? Anyway, like that. and then after we play UCLA, we play again. ASU and UCLA in the same week, which that's is pretty cool. Really big. So that's going to be next Saturday. And then next Saturday, I'm just going to mention it because it's my favorite thing of the whole year. The Olympics, no. no. The Royal Rumble. The Royal Rumble, WWE Royal Rumble. The Olympics Rumble are starting Saturday. soon. The Olympics start on the 3rd of February, which is one of our More daughter's NFL. birthdays. And we're still doing Olympic stuff. More NFL. There's a lot of sports. There's like the NFL. We're going to get to the Super Bowl here. The, the, the NFL today was amazing. Great games. Even if you didn't particularly root for any of those teams, which honestly neither of us do. I kind of like have an affinity for LA. Who won? So LA. Yeah, that's how I root for it. And then... The cheat. No, I'm kidding. Don't root for LA. <laughs> I actually, I'm from LA. LA beat the Bucks. And the only LA team I root for is my Los we Angeles. We did want, Kings. you know, the Bucks. We kind of like want Gronk to succeed. We were, you know, we're pro Gronk, but you know, uh, I'm job rooting Rams. for the Bengals for Ryan Reynolds and Brian Brigger. Okay. Shout out to them. They're Cincinnati guys. So I'm rooting for the. I would like to see the Bengals win the Super Bowl. 
Okay. For you, them. You know, you've heard that here. I think Brian Brigger and, and Reynolds deserve the Bengals. Well, there's a lot of people who are Kansas City fans. They just beat the they Bills. They got theirs. It's all good. They, they have had a pretty good run here the last four years in particular. But it was fun. Sports is fun. Should we talk about Kim Aiken right now? No. Okay. I'm just... <laughs> I think we're good. I think we're good. Um, yeah. On that note, we, uh, I told Shelby, we got let's, uh, a quick turnaround. Podcast tomorrow. Podcast uh, Tuesday. And then podcast Friday. Podcast Friday. Podcast, podcast Saturday. Saturday. And uh, fair warning, there may be more WWE mentions wow. in the Saturday night one, just briefly. And um, yeah, that's it. That's about it. Have a great night. Have a great week. We have a whole bunch of fun stuff coming up. And again, men at home listening to this, apologize to your wives. Tell them that whatever they see from you on Tuesday is not the real you. Sometimes things happen. It's like a werewolf when there's like a full moon and you emerge. It's like Arizona playing their rivals. In particular, UCLA. True story. The LA Kings, how old was Aurora when that happened? Like one? Mm-hmm. She, she had just, my daughter had just started speaking. And I was watching the LA Kings game. And I said, do you remember this? Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, shit. And Aurora comes out at just barely speaking age and repeats what I said. And from that moment on, I've actually never cursed. That is not true. <laughs> at all. But... Uh. You know, all parents have that moment when you accidentally say things and little kids are are listening to you. Speaking of kids, Brielle just came in the room. Brielle, do you want to shout out any girls basketball players that you like? Kate, Reese, and Sam. All right, there there you go. go. So with that being said, thanks everyone for joining us. I'm Jason Shear. This is the woman who married me. I'm Shelby Shear. Bear down.